message is going to be very important. And when a message is going to be very, very important, everything is going to make sure that this message is not recorded. Just watch and see. Everything is going to make sure. <laughs> so, be at alert to everything that will make sure. <laughs> so that we don't we don't lose the message but before we go to the message we'll sing the song we started with again and then we'll go to the message 
Exodus chapter 24 verse 17 will be our text for tonight. So after this song, we'll go straight to the message. Can we still remember? Or it has gone? Can we remember? Huh? Because I can't remember. Eh? Okay, yes, eh, sometimes it's like that. <laughs> Feel me
description of God's glory you would always see the scriptures speak about the fiery part of the glory of God
Second Corinthians chapter three verse eighteen. Second Corinthians chapter three verse eighteen. It says something about the glory of God. It says that and we all with unveiled face continually seen as in the mirror the glory of God are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory even to another that's a fairy aspect of God's glory it is only fire that completely changes a thing such that when a thing has passed through fire you might never recognize it again from what it was so second corinthians through paul was trying to tell us that as we see the glory of god and as we immerse ourselves in the glory we are completely transformed from one degree to another I want you to know today that nothing changes completely like fire. Nothing. Fire works with three principal elements. When you see fire burning, there are three principal elements that fire works with. Number one, eat. H-E-A-T, eat. Number two, fuel. Number three, oxygen or air. Wherever these three components are found, fire is active. Heat, fuel, and air. Spiritually also, these three elements determine if the fire of God will be active in the life of any believer and then we'll pick them one after the other and see the application to our lives number one heat before it comes it starts with a contact Ecclesiastes chapter 4, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 11. It says, If two people lie together, then all of a sudden, heat is produced. The fire of God cannot start in the life of a man who has no intimacy with God. I'm picking my words tonight so that every of these important things you can meet them. The fire of God cannot start in the life of a man who is not intimate with God. There is no kind of ignition without contact. It is that contact that produces the heat that burns the fire there are two important things you must know about intimacy number one 
intimacy is done in the secret. <laughs> Any form of intimacy that is done in the open <laughs> is more of a disgrace. Real intimacy is done in the secret. There is a reason why the womb is eating. There's a reason. The real man, majority of the time, is not the man that is exposed for the world to see. The real man is the man that is hidden when nobody is seeing him. That is the real nature of the man. What tests and proves your intimacy is God is not your outward actions, it's your secret actions. with you it's not where the eyes will see you it's when nobody is seeing you number two about intimacy intimacy is knowledge I'm still talking about heat now Genesis chapter 4 verse 1 when the Bible was going to describe Adam having intimate knowledge with his wife, the scripture said, and Adam knew his wife. The knowledge you fill your soul with will determine what you become. You will continually produce wrong. If you know wrong, if you know wrong, what will come out of you, what you will produce, will continually be wrong things. There is one major way that it comes, it comes by company. 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 11 1 Samuel chapter 19 verse 24 The story of Saul An ordinary man Who was only referred to as a man of valor A man who did not even know the prophet of his town All of a sudden the Bible told us that one day he was walking with a new company of prophets and Saul himself began to prophesy the heat that burns the fire of God can start in your life by the company of men that surrounds you Some of us have listened to the story of my friend several times. And the story of one or two people that God is using. One thing is always common about these stories. It always begins with a contact with a right man and a right company. 
if you make a mistake and stay too long in the wrong place, it can kill the fire of God in you. There are many things that I thank God for my mother for. But there is one thing I noticed about her when I was growing up. Anytime it was time to make a decision, and I remember from GSS 1, I wrote common entrance for two schools. The school where I went to for primary school, and a very popular and big private school that all my friends, majority, were going to. Even me, myself, I didn't want to go to the school that I went to for primary school. I wanted a new place because some people were, that I knew in primary school were still going to that place. So I wanted a fresh start in GSS 1. So I encouraged my mom, Mommy, please let me go to this school. I don't want to mention the name of the school. I said, Mommy, please let me go. But she said, No. <laughs> we will go and see my pastor. So she took me to her pastor and she said, he has passed the two exams. Which one does God want him to go? <laughs> Kai, I really cannot but thank God for a mother like that. Who did not guess school. Who knew that a company can change a man. And the man looked at me and closed his eyes. And said, let him go to Shalom. I went to that other school because I know products from that school very well. As a matter of fact, when their situation became bad in that school, they will bring them to our school so that we can help them correct their life. One came like that and said to me, he didn't know the story. He said, ah, thank God you didn't call these things that you are doing. He was just saying at that time in secondary school when I would be leading them. He said, these things that you are doing, if you came to our school, never do this. And I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, I know many of them. And I'm 100% sure that if I had gone there, I would have met a wrong company. But the right company batted the fire. It starts the fire of God in you. Secondary school, even to university, I wanted to study medicine. <laughs> no, let's go and meet my prophet. Prophet of God, what course should he study? The man closed his eyes again and said, No, this is what you should study. to go to Covenant. That's what I wanted. I didn't just want, I just liked Covenant. Who doesn't like Covenant University? But no! <laughs> Let's go and meet my prophet. Prophet of God, which one should he go? If you go to the wrong place, you can miss destiny. Today you can trace back your story 
to a wrong place that you went, that Kai. Maybe if I didn't go here, if I had someone to tell me, maybe some things would have been different. So it starts by contact. That contact is intimacy. That intimacy is battered by company and battered by knowledge. Number two, foyer. So when there is an ignition by it, what sustains the heat or what sustains the fire that makes it to continue to burn is fuel. In scriptures, one of the things that was mentioned specifically for the place of fuel was oil. Exodus chapter 35 verse 8. Exodus chapter 35 verse 8. The Bible says that clearly an oil for light. Not petrol. An oil will be for light. In Matthew chapter 25, 8 to 9, or Matthew chapter 25, even from verse 1, the story of the ten virgins, the Bible said what provoked light in their lamps. What was it? Oil. He said some didn't take oil along. I thought it would say kerosene. What did he say? They didn't take oil. Determines how long your fire stays. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 8. It says, Let your garments always be white. Let your head not lack oil. You see, in that Matthew chapter 25 from verse 1 to 8, the story of the tenth virgins, there is something I need to show you in that scripture. Ten virgins. Ten people of similar characteristics. Ten people who had walked with God in holiness. Ten people who had done the right things. Ten people who had lambs that was burning. But the first thing I noticed about that story is that every one of them had lamps with oil. And nobody told us who gave them the lamp with oil. But everybody had it. It was the first thing I realized about every believer. We always start at the same point. We always have oil. Nobody starts his work with God without fire. You know, even the Bible says everybody has a measure of faith. There is nobody. The moment you give your life to Christ, there is a spark of ignition. That is why you notice when a man just gives his life to Christ, sometimes he's the first to even get to church because that fire is there. When he's just saved, he just got baptized, he's the one that is looking for the next prayer meeting because that fire is there. Everybody starts with fire. But the Bible told us something about the wise one. 
He said, and they took extra with them. You have oil, but what differentiates every one of us is the extra that we have. You see, the extra oil will not really have been important if not that the bridegroom came late. As I was reading that scripture, I wondered why did the bridegroom tell them, I don't know you. Why? Didn't he know them? And I realized that the critical problem was that these people, who the Bible called foolish virgins, actually did not buy the oil. Even when the wise people told them to go and buy it. I saw that the reason why he said that I don't know you was because when they got there, you know he came in the midnight. When they knocked, he didn't see their face. So he does not know them. Because a stranger, a stranger, it's not by voice, it's by face. I will not open this for. So while they were knocking, and they told them, see this extra that we have, we bought it, go and buy your own. I realized that they could not buy it because the oil is costly. Let me say that again. Brothers and sisters, you have oil, but the extra oil that will sustain your fire is a costly oil. You see, Dr. Kingsley quoted a scripture that come and drink. There is water. He said, come and buy this one. Even if you don't have money. Abi, how many of you know that scripture? You see, this oil that we are trying to buy, is you don't buy it by money. Do you know what you buy it with? Eh? You buy it with life. <laughs> and I will show you. God sent Elijah to a widow. And even that widow, what did she say she had? I have put a cruise of oil. You always have oil. There is always oil. Even that widow who did not have anything. You will remember when he met Elisha. When Elisha said, what do you have? Say, I don't have anything, no. But I have small oil. Because all of us always start with oil. When we check you until you have something. Even if it's that your small tongue, you have oil. But when it got to Elijah's time to get that oil, the woman told Elijah something. He said, see this small oil, the only thing it can sustain is myself and my son. And then Elijah said to her, still take this thing, go and cook it for me to eat. And the woman took the small oil and the small powder and baked bread and brought it to the prophet and the prophet ate it. What do you think the woman sacrificed? Do you think it's bread? Eh? You are the one who thought what she brought was bread. What she brought was the life of her son and her life. And so when he ate it, he looked at her and said, from today this oil never finishes. When a man has learned to buy the oil with his life, <laughs> then the glory of God begins to dawn. Mm-hmm. It 
is costly. It's not what you buy with money. Otherwise, rich people will be carriers. It's what you buy by life. And when they named him on the cross, talking about Jesus Christ, God looked down and said, I have given him a name above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. It's a sacrifice of life. 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 Life goes for it. It's that costly. You become dead. Those are the people that bat glory. It is costly. It is costly. That was what God was telling Moses. Moses had seen blind eyes. If you want to talk about the greatest miracle, Moses had seen it. What was that greater miracle? That to part the Red Sea. And he says, God, show me your glory. And instead of glory, God comes back and says, if you see my face, it requires death. Oh. He said, if you see it, you will die. Oh. Are you ready? The cost is life. And those five foolish women, they went there and when they met the sellers, they said, it is your life it will take. Oh. They said, let's go back. And so when they began to knock, because their lamps could not bring light to their faces, the master said, I don't know you. No, it's not because they came late. No, that's not it. They couldn't buy it. People don't buy it. That's why I showed you at the beginning, it is a narrow road. Only few have, have the, the mindset to walk in it. It will cost you. A man fasted one day to the point whereby he started to cough blood. <laughs> and he said, Stop fasting, sir. Ah, he said, I've not found what I'm looking for. 77 year old man still fasts 40 days, three times in a year. It's costly. He said last year, ministers' conference. He said, I pity the next general overseer. That's what he said. Say, as many of you that are praying to be Jews, ask my wife how many times I sleep in on my bed in a year. It's costly. The small one we are trying to buy, you can see how many of us came. The small oil, we say, let's buy. It's costly. It will always show when you give it your life. By the grace of God, let me put it this way, so that it will not look like a boast. not eating breakfast since December 1st last year. It's costly. It's costly. Only few people buy it. It's costly. It's costly. It's costly. Ah. 
Let me repeat that statement. It's costly. And I'm hoping I'll be able to buy it. It's costly. Not everything will be gifts. Not everything will be gifts. Some you will buy. You will buy. The disciples looked at him and said, We have given up all. All. He said, You have done that. One day you will sit with me on the 12 thrones of Israel, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. It's costly. It's costly. I have finished the course. That was the testimony of Paul. You see, I taught someone something. I'm teaching you the cost of the oil. That's why many people don't sustain the fire. You see, the Paul, Paul that you see in scripture, you know Paul was in the prison. And many times, people look at it that, ah, could God not save Paul? How did they just catch Paul like that and put him in the prison? And I said it was because at that point, Paul knew God so much that he knew that where he was supposed to be was the prison. He didn't get that part. It's not that he could not break the chains. Because one day, the only thing he led was worship service. And the Holy Ghost came down. I hope you know. It was just a worship service. The other day, he was in a ship. And it was about to wreck. And he said, guys, don't worry. The only one of Israel appeared to me yesterday night. said, nobody will perish. So don't worry. That's the Paul. So you can't hold such a man in the prison. He can walk out. But he understands process. So he will stay and write the New Testament. It's costly. Mm. He knows that I can walk out. But he knows I will stay. Jesus Christ looks at them and tells them, I can call my father to send a legion of angels. He knows. But I will lay my life like a lamp. Number three, because of time. So, heat ignites the fire. Fuel increases the fire such that it begins to burn. It continues to burn. But the third one is hair. Science says it's oxygen. And what the hair does is that it increases the capacity of the fire such that the fire that started in a little space because air begins to blow upon it begins to expand in capacity. You would remember that when the Holy Ghost came in Acts chapter 1 Acts chapter 1 from verse 1 to 8 Acts chapter 1 from verse 1 to 8 It came as a rushing mighty wind Air And so when the fire landed upon the disciples It was like tongues of fire Burning And the Bible said it was spreading upon them One after the other But you see this is the issue with the wind And the issue with air that you must know the same air that increases the fire on a wood such that it blows more is the same air that if you blow it on a candlestick it will kill it. Let me say that again. Oxygen
king or hair is supposed to increase the capacity of fire. But the same air that if it blows on this wood, for example, it increases its capacity. If we use that same air on a candle, it will kill it. I will mention one type of hair that will blow. Just one. So that we can pray and begin to round off. Matthew chapter 7 verse 27 It's a hair that will blow and has been blowing upon everybody. Because this air will blow the Bible says, and the rain descended. You can look at that rain as abundance. Abundance came. And then the flood came. Things started working out for the person. And thirdly, the winds blew. These three things will always occur in the life of every believer. But the Bible in this text showed us two types of houses. One built on the rock and one built on the sand. While it did not move the house built on the rock, it crushed the house built on the sand. It's the same way it is when it comes to fire. One of the winds of life that will blow is the wind of pressure. Listen carefully to me. That's the one that God wants me to deal with tonight. The wind of pressure will blow. And it will either strengthen the fire of God, which is the glory of God that is placing upon you, or it will kill it. Pressure to get married. Pressure to get a job. Pressure to move forward in life because everybody is moving forward in life. Pressure to do what everybody is doing because that is what is raining that wind will blow and it was while the wind was blowing into some people's lives that somebody who was walking rightly with God the fire was there everybody was rejoicing about what the man has become but when the wind blew he quenched the fire pressure from friends there's nothing there let's just do these things to just sort it out let's do it quickly that means we blow pressure of place of work it will blow pressure it will blow those pressures will make certain men to cut corners those pressures will make certain men to make decisions 
that will cut short God's plans and purposes for their life. Some people, it was pressure to get money that destroyed them. You see, something happened once. <laughs> a friend of mine wanted to boast to me. So he came around and then he showed me his account statement. We went to the same university. And when he was showing me, he just came to the bank and he was telling me how good God is over his life. And when I checked his turnover for last year, as at when he was showing me, he had done 960 million. DM 960 million in turnover. We are working in the same organization, but it's corporate account. We are on the same level. So you can understand how I felt. Ah, 960 million. It's not now. Let me say it again. Maybe you didn't get it. It's not 950,000. There are few companies in Nigeria who, when they show you their statement of account, they've done 960 million. At the close of the year, it did 1.1 billion. We are, in, we are working the same place. So I'm not talking about somebody that is far away. We are working, we undergo the same pressure. And he just wanted to show me that. See, apart from this work, when you see me driving and changing my cars, this is where it's coming from. Ah, so I said, ah, but you're my friend now. Show me <laughs> where this thing is coming from. At least I'll, I won't use it to buy a car. I'll use it for one or two things to glorify the name of the Lord. And I had good intentions. He said, no problem. At that time, I'm trying to show you how fire can be quenched and how pressure of life will come. At that time, someone sent me money to keep. It's not my money. I always have those kind of money. They just trust me. Keep it for me. It was five million naira. I just kept it. I said, I don't need it. Just keep it. I said, ah, no problem. Let me be using it to, <laughs> to just build my account. And then my friend said, ah, I need five million to do one or two things. And of course, I've seen. I said, wait, oh, as a businessman, they, you know, I taught you now to be an entrepreneur, you must make money. So I said, okay. I'll give you this five million. Why are you giving me back? This and this pressure. I'm just teaching you how it will come. So I told him, okay, when you are giving me back, it's not five million you used to give me because it's not even my money in the first place. This and this and this <laughs> would be what you will give me. And I didn't want to rush. So I asked God, God, should I give him? But pressure. He was calling, 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 calling to the extent that I did not say yes. But of course, he's a banker. And he has seen the money in my account. He has taken it without me even being in the office. He, knows, he knew my account number, so he has taken it. So the next day when I came and I saw the alada, ah, why did you do this kind of thing? 
But I trusted him. I didn't have to argue much about it because I had seen the beauty of his statement of account. Anyways, to cut the long story short, <laughs> the five million didn't come. <laughs> He didn't come. And you know how the devil will work? The person that said, I don't need the money yet. That night. Because he said it's one week. So I said, ah, one week, one week, one week. So the person said, that night of the one week that I was expecting my alert. So that I'll give, ah, this is your money that I kept for you. The same way you gave me as a profitable servant, take your thing back. The money had disappeared. I was sweating. How would I show my integrity as if you give me, I will keep it for you where you get it? I've never been under more pressure in my life. I started calculating where will I get if I sell my car? I'll get two million. I was, if you see the way my head was ringing, because I hate explaining, no, it's not a story to explain. How will you be explaining that you borrowed your friend so that you can? <laughs> so, I went back to the one that I asked. If I say I asked you, it's because you didn't answer you. Sort me out from this one. Anyways, in God's miraculous way, God raised a friend. Who sent the money? And God sorted the problem out anyway. But you see, God sorted out my own. There are many that their own <coughs> was never sorted out. Because of what? Pressure. That's how it will come. It will blow. I told you of a story of a lady I know personally. I know when she sings. They used to rent her to come and lead worship when we were children. They will rent her. She was not a member of reading. They will rent her. Because the pastor believed so much in her ministry. Until this play, pressure of marriage started blowing on her. And they told her, this man, yes, he had two cars. He's working in a big company. Try and find out where he is coming from. Don't be too much in a hurry. But you know people will tell you this opportunity. Ah, this man is a dickin. Ah, marrying him is he, he's speaking in tongues. What else are you looking for? This pressure. Ah, ah, it's true. Ah, you know, why should good things not come to us as children of God? I don't need to buy a car. Boom, the house is ready. The first thing that happened after she got married, he first sold one car. He left the house he was living to go and live with his mother. It was as if, you know, when somebody is moving like this and you married him and he turned back like this. And of course, okay, maybe he's trying to sort one or two things out. He resigned from that great employment. <laughs> the last time she was trying to go for choir practice, what we saw, we, we don't know if he slapped her. Some said he slapped her, some said he didn't slap her. But according to the news, she pulled her chain. So the mark tore her neck. That singing ministry has finished though. Because eh, the wind will blow. It will blow. It will blow. It will blow. It can kill the fire. 
But when such a wind blows, what it was made to do was to make it even stronger. You see, your strength should come. The strength of God should be revealed in weakness. The, the revelation of God's grace should be made manifold in those adversities. But unfortunately, when these pleasure, pressures, not pleasures now, when these pressures blow, it kills the fire of God. We need more wood so that the pressures of life will not make us make decisions that will kill our fire. That's how many people's fire has gone. They started well, the ignition was there. They even had oil, they were increasing in capacity until they went into an airspace that choked the fire. And that which was flaming all of a sudden for hair was choked. See, when pressure comes, you will find it difficult to pray. Thank God, my own pressure. I just knew one way or the other that God would do it. That I was sweating. I was sweating inside AC. But I was believing that, no, no, no. God knew my heart and He knew the purpose. I even itemized it. This is what it will go for. I don't need, I didn't need it. So, but it taught me a very important lesson that day. You don't move until I tell you to move. As a matter of fact, when people are showing you their own, don't you start to say, because it was not my money, but I said, okay, you to come and see my account now, see. You know, if I didn't show him that day, he wouldn't have known what I had. That was not even my own. That's pressure. So tonight we have touched three things that we'll be dealing with. Number one, you need heat. Intimacy with God. It will help you. It will give you the required knowledge to become. Number two. What's the second thing? You need fuel. And that fuel is oil. And it will require your life. If you can purchase it with life, you won't have a problem with the pressure. Do you know the reason why we are always so much under pressure of life? Do you know why? Because we are alive. If you are dead, you won't be under any pressure. If you are not, if you didn't own anything, you won't be afraid of the person that wants to steal something from you. So the critical one is God must help us to get to that point whereby for His glory we will give anything and we will give everything. We we'll press on this. Ah, it's two o'clock already. For ten minutes, this message, you just stay on it and you will pray in the spirit. The way God will give you a chance. For ten minutes only. You are praying for intimacy. You are praying for oil. And you are praying that the pressure of life will not kill cause fire inside you. These are the three things you are praying for in ten minutes.
see if God answers these three prayers for you He gives you intimacy He gives you oil He does not allow the pressure of life to kill His fire inside you Ha! Ha! You are fine You are fine I want you to close your eyes. Find a good place. No, don't take position that you will sleep for the ten minutes. So, <laughs> it's a critical prayer point. Don't sleep on it. It's prayer on it. Get a position and wait on God for ten minutes only. Go ahead and begin to talk to Jesus. with Jesus that births results. Your altar again must come back to life. It is dangerous to lack intimacy. It is dangerous not to hear God, not to know God, not to see God. You need an intercourse. Intimacy. That's what brings the ignition that a man has met with God. Jacob said, I've seen God face to face, so let me die. Nobody sees him and leaves. That's what that's the price for the oil. You must lose a desire for self. No self-glorification. A life totally you dead. You dead. What have you lost since you found him? You must lose this all. said the kingdom of God can be likened unto a man who found a treasure and after he has found it he sold all that he had everything what have you sold what have you given up for him this fiery glory doesn't just come until a man begins to give up things for him the glory does not land upon the head who has we have given up all to follow you everything houses, family they said unto Jesus Jesus, ah, your brother is here your mother is here he said no, 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 no. I gave that one up a long time ago Will you buy? Will you buy tonight? Will you buy? 
you think you are still holding on to. And said, Father, I will give it up to buy you. The oil is costly. Go on to the sellers and buy. This oil cannot be shared. You won't go far without the oil. This fire will not burn so long without the oil. Will you buy tonight? Will you buy this oil tonight? For your ministry, will you buy this oil? Uh -uh. Is this how you want to run ministry? Will you buy this oil? For your career, will you buy this oil? It's costly, but will you buy? For your family, will you buy this oil? Anointed my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Will you buy this oil? Will you buy this oil for your generation? Will you buy this oil? Make commitments to him tonight. Tell him I will buy, Father, I will buy, I will buy this oil. generation, a woman like Hannah said to God I will buy, use my womb if no other child will come ever again let me buy it somewhere and God saw a woman who wanted to buy the oil she said on this day of Shiloh I will not eat so what is food a woman knew that the oil was costly and gave up a double portion of food to buy the oil. And she went and bargained and made transactions with divinity. And everyone looked down on her and said, we'll give her a son. Not give her, we'll give her a son. And the word of God said about the son, he said his words never fell to the ground. Because a woman transacted with heaven. A woman bargained with her womb. Give me a son, oh God. Don't let me eat. How long have I eaten? I've eaten, eaten, eaten. Nothing to show forth. I give up a double portion of my food for his son. This is my womb. What have you given up to buy the oil? Abraham bargained with the life of his son. And God looked at him and said, Kai, now I know that Abraham loves me. He will not even withhold his son. His only son from me. You, you are still withholding your phone. Your phone is still a competition. You won't even give it up for God. You can't give up a weekend to seek his face. Ah, what will you bargain for this oil? What can you give for this oil? This oil is costly. It must cost you. Nobody carries this fire. And not give up something. It will cost you. It will cost you. It will cost you. Can you talk to him tonight? It will cost you, my brother. It will cost you. Carriers of fire knows that they have to bargain with something. They must buy the oil. This extra oil must be bought. Many lack it. And it's evident in 
what we see. Many lack this oil. You know it's empty. You know the oil is not there. Now is the time to say, God, I let go. I let go of anything I'm still holding on to. I let go of pressures that's making me make decisions I should not make. Making me take actions I should not take. I let go tonight to buy the oil. I would rather stay with the bridegroom than labor in darkness alone. I will buy the oil, oh God. I let go of anything and whatsoever it is that wants to take the space of the extra oil. This one is not enough. Give me strength to wait for more. And Elisha said to the woman, what do you have? He said, I have oil. And he said, well, what you will do is that you have to be humble. You have to bargain with your humility. You have to bargain and let go of this your ego. Go and meet your neighbors and go and borrow vessels. For some of us, what we will need to drop is our pride. We need to go and sit and learn from neighbors. We need to borrow vessels from men who already have vessels. And when she let go, the Bible said, oil began to pour even onto those vessels. Can you talk to God tonight? And lastly, don't let the pressures of life quench your fire in me. Pressures will come. Pressures will come. Pressures will come. People will say many things. You will see many things. The desire to achieve, a desire to become. Many things, suggestions, actions, reactions. Many will come. Or can you pray? Don't let it be what will kill your fire in me. Don't let it be what will kill your fire in me. Talk to him. Consume me fire. Consume me fire. Can you pass? Through me today, purify, refine me, the consuming fire of God. Till I find my people 
He said to Peter, come. He said, if you are the one, tell me to come. And that was the only time that he can walk upon waters. When the wind blows, it's only his call that will sustain you. That's what Bartlett that song. Come, me, Lord. How can I come without your Charge. 
It's just effort and futility. Nothing will come out of it. But if he calls you and you respond, Kai, help us come. If he draws you, you will come. If he steers you, you will love. If he charges you, you will glow. Tonight, that's my heart cry again, Father. Call me, Lord. I cannot come without you. I cannot come without your draught. Draw us, Lord, and we will come. We cannot pray. Your help. Oh. 